Hey everyone, welcome back to Navigating Netflix Originals. As always, I'm Madison, and as always, I am joined by Jamie. Hello. We hope all of you are still doing healthy and staying home and washing your hands. Yes. And since we have been staying home and not going out, we've had plenty of time to watch the number one show on Netflix right now. I don't know what it happened to America as to why this became the number one show this week. <laughs> I'm guessing y'all needed a really strong distraction because this show is batshit nuts. We watched Tiger King. Murder, miss, murder, mayhem, and madness. Yes. So I'm sure you guys, if you haven't heard of it, you have definitely seen a meme regarding it and we're like, I don't right understand now, yes. this shit. <laughs> Because everyone in social media is talking about this. There are so many memes <laughs> that are just mm -hmm. so much funnier now that I've watched it. And <laughs> yeah, so the basic premise is it's a the seven like the bait I don't even know Good where luck. to begin. <laughs> it's it's a seven part like limited series um so seven episodes um about a guy named joe exotic um yes. who is aka the tiger king and he basically is he runs like a really shitty zoo <laughs> with like large cats and he is kind of in conflict with somebody who runs what she believes is a big cat rescue sanctuary yeah. <laughs> and he they kind of go back and forth with each other up to the point where he hires somebody to murder her and allegedly i don't think it's a legend <laughs> <laughs> i'm pretty sure that that happened no it's true <laughs> and also he was convicted of it so it's not alleged anymore because That's he true. was convicted and sent to prison for 22 years that's true we won't get, we won't get in trouble <laughs> for, for slander then yeah <laughs> right, exactly. So we don't even have to say allegedly. Whether or not you want to believe he did this is, you know, up to you. But I feel like the evidence is yeah. fairly convincing that he did. So like that, it's so it's it's an interesting it sounds like an interesting story just from that. But then when you add in the level of crazy that all of these characters have happening in their lives. This is just like one of the most bizarre, weird stories that you're ever going to watch or yeah. learn about. <laughs> yeah, it, there's just one turn after the other, which... Uh, yeah. <laughs> and and because it's like seven parts, each each part running 45 to 50 minutes, like they have, they have to go into a lot of detail and a lot of everybody's backstories just to fill up that amount of time. So you learn so much crazy about everybody. <laughs> yeah. You really do. Um, so what did you think of this? <laughs> I mean, I thought in terms of like what it was, it was definitely interesting. Made you want to continue watching it. Um, yes. Crazy after crazy. Um, yes. But I, I don't know. It's something I would recommend to someone in these trying times to, yeah. to watch and amuse themselves with. But Yes. I think that yeah. that is, it was very strategic of them to release it now when everybody is like at home looking for a distraction because <laughs> this is definitely gives you something else to think about. True. And people, you know, are, are all into murder these days. And also <laughs> as they made very clear in the documentary, uh, people are very into big cats. So those two combined right. was a surefire, you know, um, popularity. Uh, yes. Winner. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> before we start really discussing 
fair storyline. Yes. I want to put it on the record that I hate zoos <laughs> yeah. so much. So I do not see a large difference between Joe Exotic's park and Carol's park. I think that Carol definitely believes she's doing something that's better but i yes. don't know that she actually is i 100 <laughs> agree with that and i would say also <clears throat> like i back in the day when i was this must have been like 2013 or something a friend and i did this um charity slash fun run that actually went through a big cat sanctuary oh okay and so you know, witnessing that firsthand and when it looked basically like Joe's, which so like at yeah. first I was kind of like, is this? <laughs> was and this it where wasn't. I was? <laughs> it wasn't, but because I was in Indiana, obviously, but, right. um, but it was quite crazy. And uh, yeah, just looking at the quality of that and, you know, the quality of especially Joe's rundown yes. uh, zoo, as it were, it's, it's really depressing and upsetting to see you know, the animals in cages. And, yeah. you, you know, as you say, Carol Carol Baskin, you know, thinks or claims that what she's doing is better because she's, like, you know, taking in these cats and um, giving them a place to die, basically. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but, like, so basically, Joe Exotic has a very run-down, shitty little zoo that he's keeping, you know, lions and tigers and pe- people that can, like, interact very... <laughs> Yeah. People can people, yes. Um, people can interact very closely with them. He's in the cages with them. He doesn't really have them doing tricks, but like no. they're definitely trained enough that he can like interact with like full-grown tigers and stuff in front of an audience right. without them killing him or usually Mostly. biting him. Yeah. <laughs> or usually biting him. Um, or not normally tearing people's arms off, which also happens. That is true. Um, and whereas Carol's setup is more like in what she calls a natural environment where she's like let trees and grass grow it's got like a river that runs through it but the cages themselves they're not all that much bigger they're not they're tiny right like they're they're compatible comparably sized and with about the same amount of large cats living in both places and like the the big thing is like a wild tiger would their territory naturally would be like 400 square miles. So even Mm -hmm. if Carol's cages were three times the size of Joe's, it's still going to be a cage to this animal. It doesn't really understand the difference between the two, that one's a better jail than the other. Right. (laughs) But they're both still just jails for these animals to live in. Yeah, and she does admit, like, she's the one who gives us that little factoid during the episode, or one of the episodes. So, like, she's aware of that. And I know that it's impossible to by well, 400 right. square miles you know <clears throat> exactly but... and i think like see the big thing in my opinion that makes an animal sanctuary be a sanctuary is that the vast majority of the animals that are taken in are be they're able to release them back into the wild so like they right. take them in they you know heal them you know if they're sick or injured or whatever malnourished they get them so that they can you know survive and they're able to release most of them back into the wild obviously she can't be releasing tigers and lions into the florida keys (laughs) (laughs) they've got enough going on them they're already they don't need big cats as a problem as well Um, so like it's not really a a possibility anywhere in this country to be releasing big cats because they're not from here so it's always just going to be kind of be like a prison for these animals. <laughs> right. And I guess like 
the yeah the other as you were saying i think before it cut out the the main difference (laughs) then is that you know at least she's just keeping them until death and not breeding so like in that way it's a release for them but i remember what point i was trying to make before the audio cut out was that like she is just as dependent upon breeding in america as joe and as doc both are because if there weren't the joe is like breeding pets and selling them illegally to people and then once people have like a 300 pound cat in their house they're like well what the fuck i can't keep this thing anymore so then carol gets it so she's not getting them as babies but like she's just as dependent upon that cycle to keep her park stocked as everybody else you know right and she's not even uh going she's not even making any payments to like employees and stuff. So no, in yeah. theory, anything that she's making in addition to what she needs to actually feed the animals is, is profit pocket for her. change. Yeah. She's and just gone to her. I looked it up. She's oh. not a, a non-for-profit organization. Oh, she's okay. a corporation. She's not a non-profit. So like she is making money and she's making a lot of money. Her like profit each year is over a million dollars. It's like 1.6 million that she's making in profit after the amount that she spends to take care of the park. She's still making a lot of money on these cats. Yeah. So maybe, you know, if she was really in it for the cats, if you're making over a million dollars a year, it seems like you'd be able to ship a few of them back to Africa and release them into the wild well, after. <laughs> to, to do that, or you'd also think that, like, part of the distress for these animals probably is having a ton of people walking through and, like, yeah. interrupting them. So if it was really just about cats, you would close off the park, yeah. you know, and... and just- I think, okay, so to, to to their credit, I watched um, a video this morning. I meant to send you the link to watch mm. before we started the recording, but I forgot, of um, Howard, who's Carol's husband, yeah. released like a response video to Netflix's documentary yeah. and basically just said that they were completely floored by how Netflix portrayed them in their park to be blah, blah, blah. Oh, of course. Um, <laughs> and like he said that, most of the time, most days, they only allow tours of 20 people to go through at a time. Um, the day that they recorded there was like their once a year big fundraiser where they let oh, okay. a lot more people in. That's the only day then that Netflix showed. They didn't show like that most days. It's just smaller little tours that go through. But okay. it doesn't change the fact that they're still profiting millions of dollars off these cats. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, they would so, be, yeah. yeah, they would be screwed. I mean, I guess maybe they would be fine if suddenly, like, their thing was closed down and all that because, you know, she has all the millions from her yes. husband who, <laughs> who vanished. <yeah>. Another <laughs> weird story. <laughs> so, so, yeah, let's, so let's talk about some of these characters. We've got, okay. we've got, like, four main ones. We've got Joe Exotic. We've got Carol Baskin. We've got Doc Antle and Jeff. What's his last Lowe. name? Low Jeff Lowe are pretty much like the four main players. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so let's talk about Carol first because she's, I think, oh, the man. most actually the most interesting. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Without a doubt, and as you know, her husband posted in the video you're talking about could be making a point, but the way that it was filmed and like watching her talk, just talk about her her. Um, you know, I guess second husband, the millionaire. Yes. Um, it does make it seem like she has like zero remorse for his disappearance. And that yeah. to me is extraordinarily fishy. But like, if she actually didn't do anything wrong, what kind of remorse would she have? Well, not even remorse, but like, she doesn't seem overly upset about it. 
You know what well, I mean? Yeah. And it yeah, seems like even in the news reports from back in the day, she's just kind of like, oh, well, yeah, he up and hey, left. And, up uh, and, left me. <laughs> and I'm wondering, like, you know that a guy who is a multimillionaire would not up and leave and not take his money his with millions, him. millions, right? Yeah. yeah, that's the most suspicious part because I, up until, like, I realized that he just left all of his money behind, I, the fact that he told, like, one of his friends, the, he said, um, if I can pull this off, it'll be the slickest thing I've ever done in my right. life. So, like, that makes it seem like maybe he's planning his own disappearance for right. whatever reason. But if that were the case, he would have to, like, at least take some money with him to, like, restart in Costa Rica. Right. And you'd honestly think <clears throat> that if you were... I mean, that could just be like an oversight, but if you were the spouse who was trying to like claim that that happened, you think that you'd like withdraw a bunch of money and just like, yeah, bite, like take that loss and be like, he took $8 million. Like, I don't, I don't know. Right, right, exactly. So, unless like he had some setup already in Costa Rica, because she said he went to Costa Rica regularly, yeah. like once a month. So maybe he already had some like illegal business set up there where he didn't, he could, could just abandon everything that he had in the United States, fly to Costa Rica on a plane that he owns, <laughs> stopping off a few times to refill with gasoline and then just starting over. But like, even if he did all that, the reason, like, what's the motivation to do it? He wasn't, like, under investigation for anything, you know? Like, right. there would have been no real reason to just abandon his, like, wife and children. I mean, I guess they I, I guess they do say that he, you know, had a, attempted to have the restraining order against Carol because she had threatened to kill him or something. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So... But he wasn't, he couldn't have been that afraid of her that he, like, just disappeared. No. Because yeah. he was afraid he was going to kill him or something. Well, and as you're <laughs> saying, like, I don't think that he, you would think he wouldn't cut off contact, too, with, like, his children. Right. I, I mean, people have done stranger things, but. Right. Um, so then on the other side of that, if, if he didn't just decide to disappear on his own free will to Costa Rica, somebody else most likely made him disappear. <laughs> yes. And so then the question is, who and why? <laughs> yeah. And Carol, for that, does seem to have the most motivation. <laughs> She does. It, it doesn't help matters that she was breaking in. She that she broke into the attorney's office after her husband disappeared, stole the will that uh-huh. was on file there, changed the power of ter- of attorney to be herself, and then worded the will to read on the event of my disappearance instead of on the event of my death. I know. Like a normal will would read. Well, yeah. And the one lawyer was like, I have, in all of my 37 years, I've never read a, a will right. that said on event of my disappearance so i mean you could say maybe she just was taking advantage of the situation you know like she maybe. didn't have anything to do with his disappearance but she's like well i didn't really want to be married to him anyway so let's make about the most of this or whatever i mean it's, um, also, it's also suspect though when you have to wait five years to do an official declaration of death when someone disappears and like the day like on the day after five years is up, she like heads down to the courthouse to be like, well, right. he's gone. You know, <laughs> Let's file declare my, him dead know. now. <laughs> like that's suspicious. You think if someone were like really upset, either they would like, you know, not do that at all. Right. Or, you know, eventually several, like many years down the road, they would, I don't know. Yeah. Give up hope. But like the <laughs> five years on the dot is kind of suspicious. And I think she was already 
was she already remarried to Howard by this point? Like before that five year period was up? I can't, I can't remember, remember now. I can't remember either. I know yeah. that Joe got remarried real quick at one point. Oh my God, but... four months, two months, two, <laughs> two months, months after later. Died. Yeah. <laughs> two months after his one husband died. Um, so that's a, definitely a fast turnaround time. But yeah. at least we know Joe didn't kill him. <laughs> well, no, that's true. <laughs> at least not, you know. Oh my God, that whole situation too is just. Like, insane. <laughs> well, and I think they kind of made it seem like maybe it was accidental. But do you, what do you think about that? Do you think about Tra- Travis's, Trevor's death? Yeah, Travis's suicide. I mean, I, I guess I death. assume his death. I mean, it definitely seemed to me like a suicide because they have the one guy's like reaction on camera to it happening in front of him. Right. And I guess like, you know, he had said to the guy like, oh, you, this doesn't have a magazine in it. But then like. To point it at your own head, like that seems yeah. suspect to me. Yeah. Especially given the fact that we learned that he had been talking about being trapped there and how he's not even like in love with this guy and he's straight to begin with. Right. And, <laughs> and he's married to Joe at this point and just very unhappy. Joe doesn't seem to be treating him well at all. That's because um, Joe doesn't really care about anyone but Joe himself. doesn't treat anybody well, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess I, I I think that Joe kind of drove him to the suicide. I don't think that it was anything like where somebody messed with his gun, you know, and put bullets in it when, when he thought there weren't any or something right, like no. that. I, but, I, um, I assumed also that it was just, you know, a decision he made. But right. also to not like, a good one. But... Oh my God, like, right in front of that guy too. I can't I even imagine being in the room. <laughs> that poor guy. I feel more bad for him than like anyone else in the whole documentary oh because God. he just gets like roped into all of Joe's shit. Yeah. <laughs> he was probably like a good person before all this happened. To well, him. <laughs> and it's kind of funny too because like you wonder if he also got into drugs after meeting Joe because like he, I feel like in the earlier clips we see of him, he's still like semi put together. And then, like, the last <laughs> clips, he's, like, disheveled looking and kind of greasy and, yeah. like... I mean, that might also just be because he witnessed somebody killing themselves in I front mean, of true. him. I mean, true. That could have taken a toll on his mental health. True, but it's just kind of, like, I don't know. Well, and as they say later, like, everyone basically was doing math on the... Yes. Uh, you know, I mean, the zoo. Which was obvious with some of the characters. Teeth. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was like, God. And I was, I guess I was reading on Twitter that um, uh, his other, his first husband, John Finley, I guess has, has new teeth now. So he got them replaced and stuff. So he probably looks, you know, presentable again, but that poor guy. Yeah, he probably got money from the documentary. So, you know, that's probably what he spent it on. I'm sure that they, the the video that I watched afterwards, like the Howard's kind of reaction to it said that they actually spent five years filming this documentary. Uh It was like, wasn't something they just did last summer or anything. It was like a really long process. Yeah. So that's kind of like, like the fact that they spent so much time doing it is interesting. Right. (laughs) Um, So let's talk about Joe. (laughs) Joe Exotic. (sighs) Joe the Tiger King himself. Joe Schreibvogel. Um, <laughs> yes. Maldonado, you know, whatever the Pen- last guy's Pen- name is. Pensive or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. Pencil. Passage. <laughs> Passage. <laughs> um, Not pencil. So Joe, like, just hearing from his backstory and, and how 
kind of he was treated when he came out you can and like you can see where his obsession came with like the cats because he kind of says after that is when he got he basically was trying to like fill a void with these cats but i i do agree with whoever said it in the documentary that like as the as the time went on he just like it was less and less about the cats for him but more about trying to appease his ego basically right um which was only fueled into by uh, Rick Kirkman, who like dis- decided to do a doc, uh, um, a reality TV show about him, which burnt literally, uh, literally burnt up in flames. Yes. And- <laughs> <laughs> which I mean, I think there's strong evidence to suggest that Joe is the one who set that fire oh, as well. <laughs> yeah, especially after we learn everything, like he was going to be indicted on things on some of right? those things, like and like he burns things a second time, and they have him doing that one on camera. So clearly, burning right. up the evidence is like his go-to move. <laughs> I know. I saw that. I was like in my notes. I'm like, he burns the papers. <laughs> Uh, like yeah, yeah that's what happened um yeah and whether he intended it to like get out of hand and kill the alligators or crocodiles or whatever they were like who knows but yeah right um i agree that allegedly i would say <laughs> I don't know, I'm to, everything here is just our opinions there i'll give it a blanket statement yes um, i mean we can say that he was convicted of hiring Yes. Um, somebody to uh, try to kill Carol and ni- and 18 other charges. There was 19 yeah. charges brought against him. And he was ca- found guilty on all charges. A lot of them were to do with like animal cruelty yeah. as well. Um, so, you know, we know he's guilty. <laughs> yeah. No, and I think that um, it's clear also that he is an extremely manipulative, manipulative person. And I do think that with the mix of drugs and like, I don't know, his charisma he was able to sort of trap John and Travis into marriage, basically. Um, yeah. You know, which ultimately led to, you know, terrible things. But, um, right. yeah, I don't know. I just... It's like, I don't know. He lives in Oklahoma. I'm guessing it must be legal there to marry more than one person because he seems to be married to two people at the same time. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> which is not legal everywhere. Yeah, true. <laughs> Um, I mean, I but surprised. yeah, and both of his husbands like admit openly that they're not actually gay and that they kind of just kind of got sucked into his his lifestyle with the drugs and the cats and the four wheelers and the yeah. trucks and everything that they wanted. You right. know, he gave them in exchange for like basically having sex with him. But <laughs> this is kind of how I read that to be. Me too. <clears throat> Yeah, it's just sad. So, yeah. So, Joe, and so a big part of the story then is Joe doesn't like that Carol Baskin exists, basically, (laughs) because she criticizes his park and says that, you know, it's inhumane, you know, mistreatment of animals. And so he attacks her back in so many ways. Like, he's just constantly constantly provoking her both on like his live stream television show and on social media and just in any way that he can in person (laughs) any way he can like bring her name up and blame it on carol somehow he (laughs) was obsessed yeah he was obsessed and, and, and absolutely believed that she killed her husband and tried to like probably is the reason that that rumor was so prevalent was because he oh was the God. one who perpetuated it well especially with that music video he did <laughs> oh my god that's not even him singing in those music videos he hired somebody else to sing at them um i read that 
chat about it afterwards. Oh, so. really? Because wasn't, yeah. he, wasn't he singing at the funeral? Was he like singing over a track or something? I'm assuming he was singing over a track there too, because it said that like he hired, I can't remember who the country Western singer's name was, but uh. like to, to, to write and to sing all these things with his like influence on the wording. And he just like lip syncs. Okay. The whole that song. makes a lot more sense because <laughs> I was like, this actually sounds like decent country singing. Right. Like I'm like, wow, um, he has like, good voice that sounds nothing like his talking voice right which you know i guess sometimes happens but um, (laughs) usually not to that extreme right but yeah so he was completely doing everything to either blame all of his misfortune on carol um going as far as to actually in the videos like shoot blow up dolls or blow (laughs) up mannequins with that were representations of carol like extraordinarily violent stuff Right. And then at one point he goes as far as changing the name of his park to be like the name of yeah. Carol's sanctuary is Big Cat Rescue. So he changes his to be Big Cat Rescue Entertainment, yeah. uses like the same font, the same layout for the logo, except for entertainment is just like underneath it in small letters. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so like, of course, she sues him for infringement on like their trademark or their copyright or whatever they had yeah. and wins. But, you know, he has, he's told he has to pay her like a million, million dollars, yeah. which he doesn't have at all. No. But <laughs> I'm well, like, why, why would you like, I think he did it because it got people to like, he got his name out there somehow, yeah. but like it wasn't worth it in the long run because he loses so much money. <laughs> well, it got his name out there, but also he knew we find out that like, he didn't have any possessions, so he wouldn't have to give her any money because if you don't have oh, money, yeah. you can't do anything. So, yep. you know, he was, you know, defrauding basically like his parents and he'd put the name of everything into someone else's name and was hopping it around so that it was hard to even trace who owned what. And Right. So like, that he wouldn't, yeah. And then she was going, but then she would do things like go after, she wants his mattress, she wants right. his watch, you know, like, so they were going back and forth, oh, you know, yeah. at, at each other, you know, just as, just as strongly she was, you know, giving it as good as she was getting it kind of thing. No, it was too much. She's not like innocent in all of this by any means. But. Well, then even like a, a moment, there was um, a point where they were talking about how Joe and Howard had made an agreement or almost made an agreement where like during the summer months that he would pay more and the winter he would pay less. Right. Um, and then I get, you know, then we have Carol that can't kind of came in and destroyed that whole idea. Right. Because she wants, she wanted Joe to put his mother's house up as collateral. Yeah. And I'm like, come on. Are you kidding me? This poor old lady does not need to be involved in any of this. I know. Like clearly her son's a disaster. <laughs> she knows that. Yeah. She's very much aware. <laughs> She knows he's insane, but come on. I also felt like, yeah, I don't know. He he is a sort of strange person, and it seems like he used the deaths of people to just gain sympathy. Yeah. You know, because like... Especially with the death of his husband, yeah. Death of, definitely that, because that whole funeral was like, uh, look at me show instead of oh, yeah. that. And talking about, I'm sorry, but like, even if you're from the country in the middle of nowhere and have no teeth, like, it's not the place <laughs> to be like, oh, he would always amuse me by dragging his balls across my face. <laughs> I was like, roll. I, and his, like, the man's mother is right. sitting there as he's talking about how Travis would dip his balls onto his face. Oh my God, it was. <laughs> It was, it was too much. It was too much. And um, 
Oh, uh, second. I forgot where I was going with that. I was distracted. But, <laughs> Got oh, distracted but by also, Travis's balls. By Travis's balls. But also, you know, he... And, you know, maybe all this is, is real with Uh-oh. his brother. Uh, can you hear me? Yes, now I can. You okay. were gone for, like, five seconds. Okay. I, was, I didn't say much. Um, maybe all of this is real, for example, with his, his brother who died, like, moving his sister's stuff south or something. Um, but it does seem that, like, he made it seem like the big like the cat rescue or the the zoo was all his brother's like hopes and dreams i know <laughs> but i'm like i don't think that's true you know he that, just was, that was just like when people see in memorial right. of whoever or whatever like you're like oh this is probably a legit place <laughs> right because like at no point was he actually like my brother wanted to open a zoo you know it's like right. that's not what happened <laughs> you just are using his name to be like gain sympathy yes in my opinion. And, yeah. And it's not even like they keep calling it a zoo. And I guess maybe technically it is. Yeah. But like pretty much the only thing there's that are, is at this park is tigers and lions and ligers. I right. mean, I think he's got like the occasional monkey and a few crocodiles. But right. <laughs> <laughs> there's not, it's not really like a zoo the way you would normally picture a zoo. It's more like just somebody has a bunch of cages in their backyard. Right. And yeah. put wild exotic animals into them. Yeah. <laughs> and is higher paying like charging people to come and look at them <laughs> yes and you know it's kind of interesting when you see the juxtaposition of joe exotics <clears throat> zoo in quotes and the zoo run by doc antle because yes. it's basically like high class versus you know <laughs> poor as shit and yes um so i think that's why like partly Doc Antle is able to get away with a, a lot more, even though he's yeah. doing a lot of the same stuff, but he has like the money and resources. Exactly. Joe came into this poor and Doc came into it with money and yeah. Doc is able to, I think that's why he's not indicted at the end yeah. either, you know, because he was probably able to pay to get out of it somehow <laughs> Right. that we all probably never fully understand. But. Even though arguably like the, the, uh, things that people were saying against him, which are alleged. Uh, yes, these are alleged. <laughs> is that, you know, he um, was breeding cubs only to the point where they were acceptable for petting. And then once they crossed that threshold, he would just euthanize them yeah. and burn them, you know, in his on-site crematorium, which I'm like, Right, like, what? <laughs> why do you need a crematorium on-site unless you're regularly burning something? Right, <laughs> yeah. And if you're, yeah, and if you have that many tigers that you're just burning a bunch, clearly you're also breeding them. Like, right. Yeah. Real. Like, I know they, they found skeletons of tigers on Joe's property, yeah. but they, they only found five. And considering he was open for quite a few yeah. years, I'm sure that he did just have some that needed to be put down just because of age or sickness or whatever. So I kind of believe that maybe that is true when Joe says that he just killed those tigers because they were sick, too sick to, to keep alive or anymore too old or whatever. Yeah. Because that, that is ultimately going to happen if you have pets for a long time, you know, you have to make these decisions. But right. And there was only five and they were all adult skeletons. So I'm, I'm more likely to believe that. But yeah, same. <laughs> but yeah, also this with, if we can talk a little bit about Doc Antle. Yes, let's do that. What his Doc Antle and his cult, <laughs> his absolutely his cult, and like it was. I'm glad that they found uh, Barbara Fisher. I think her name was um, who 
The one who had escaped it. Yeah, or yeah, Bala, yeah. as she was renamed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, who, you know, escaped it, but was able to give us, like, you know, some firsthand experience about what it right. was like and, like, just being worked relentlessly to basically break you as a person. Right. And... But being told that, like, you're doing it for, like, this great cause of right. helping these cats. So if you're, like, a natural animal lover, like, that's a driving motivation for you then kind of thing. Right. <clears throat> I but, feel like if I had walked into that place the day she did and saw that my living quarters were going to be like covered in cockroaches and yeah. just nothing worked I, before I got attached, I think I would have just turned around and hightailed it out of there. But... Right. Like there are other places to work. <laughs> like, I don't cats. need cats this badly in my life. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, that was pretty, that was pretty wild. Yes. Um, another another person who is not, I guess, probably not actually married to all of those women, but definitely in long-term polyamorous relationships with all of right. them. Right. Which, I mean, that's fine. That's Everybody's that's, happy. That's, <laughs> and fine. that's fine. It's all fine and happy and consensual. I mean, even though they're probably mostly happy because they are, you know, brainwashed into being well. in this cult, but... <laughs> That's why I'm, but I'm not against the polyamorous relationships if that's your thing. But sure. you know, just don't brainwash people into entering into those relationships with you. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just a PSA. Just, just a shout out to that. But, <laughs> but and it seems like most of the people that he has on his property are also not being paid or not being paid very much you know carol yeah. has like a whole army of volunteers who aren't getting paid anything and it seems like joe and doc both managed to convince a large number of people to just live on the property and work for very little money yeah i think i think the, the woman said that she they were paid like 125 a week or something a week or something right which i'm like which isn't a not ton. even grocery money right yeah <clears throat> so then you're kind of like in a situation where you know, you can't really leave. have the money to leave. Yeah, exactly. And I'm sure that's, you know, part of the reason why they only pay them that much. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think all the people, they said all the people working at Joe's were only making like a hundred a week. Right. So it's yeah. kind of and like, he, damn. And he was targeting people who had like recently come yeah. out of prison and had like no other options. And the idea of like room and board and a hundred dollars a week seemed good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, talk about a Motley crew, but yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> yes. I liked some of them. The, yeah. the woman who gets her arm torn off, I liked her. Yeah. Which, oh, sucks. God, though, that's, like, the way that that injury happened is just horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> like, the tiger didn't, or lion, tiger, I'm not even sure which cat, didn't bite her arm off. It grabbed her hand and pulled it through the metal, oh. so it just skinned her arm all the way up yeah. off the skin off the bone so they had to amputate it then like just just below the elbow yeah and i feel like i would have rather had the cat just bite my whole arm off than that happen i know and even <laughs> though they blurred it you could see the the arm was all very small and like yeah uh, bony looking i feel like i would have said could you cut that up a little higher up like <laughs> yeah make it look, go above the elbow if that's the case like make it look normal <laughs> i mean i guess they uh probably did it so that she could potentially have wear as, a prosthetic or something i have as much as possible left yeah, yeah but it does it looks pretty pretty sad and i'm sure it was horrible horribly painful oh to God. have that level of injury yeah and because at the time joe is like 
he's like so obsessed with recording every single movement in his park for his like show that's being yeah. broadcasted once a week or once a day. I don't even remember, <laughs> but he's just this, the whole attack is like on camera because he yeah. was obsessively recording everything at the park other than him hiring hitmen. Right. <laughs> well, and so let's talk about the hitman situation. Okay. I th- someone makes a statement, and I don't remember if it was that James guy or someone else, <clears throat> but someone says that Joe wouldn't have gone that far without being pushed by like Jeff Lowe and yes. whoever else. Would you? Are you? Do you think that's true, or do you think? I th- I think that there is some truth to that. Mm-hmm. I think that he had spent many years of his life talking about how he wished Carol was dead, how he wished somebody would ca- kill Carol, kind of blah, blah, blah thing. Yeah. And I think that when Jeff Lowe came onto the scene, like he may have encouraged him, whether seriously or not, to like, you know, oh, you should just kill her, just hire somebody to kill her kind of thing. And because Joe is insane (laughs) like he actually then went ahead and did it um and it does stand to reason that maybe it was jeff pushing him towards it because he ends up hiring like a friend of jeff's to do it named alan glover so yeah i agree i think that he's basically um pushed pushed into realizing a fantasy of his by this jeff guy who had already sort of taken advantage of of him in a weird right. sort of mix around because yeah. it's like Joe was trying to take advantage of Jeff while at the same time Jeff was conning Joe. So it was like right. a conning mess. And, <laughs> Everybody's conning each And other. Jeff won. And, yep. Yeah, basically. Um, but, you know, when the, they said in the documentary that, you know, Jeff had like gone as far as to look up things on like Google. I mean, I guess they don't have evidence of this, but like, look up the Google map stuff and be like, Oh, you could kill her here. And like, right. this is how you should do it. And, and as you say, the fact that it was his longtime friend and handyman right. who was ultimately hired to do it. It kind of like, it definitely makes it seem like Jeff is involved. Somehow. Yeah. <laughs> Even though he's not, you know, in any way sort of asked to face up, face, um, justice for that right exactly i I don't think that jeff would have been like hands-on involved in the plot by any means i think he was more just coaxing him from the background yeah you know just seeing if he could get him to do it kind of thing well he was saying even like during some of the recordings he was like oh yeah of course i'd push him because i wanted to have the soundbite of what i wanted him to have said and I'm like, right. that? <laughs> Isn't there a word for that? Like extortion? Yeah, or... like this. <laughs> <laughs> Something forget, like that. Whatever the word is, but that's definitely not legal to do. There is um, there is a word of that, though, for that type of Yeah, I forget what it is. is I wrote it, for... it down, too. I can't remember. It's not perjury, is it? Did not you... perjury. That's when you lie under oath. Oh, um, that's right. Um Clearly, we should be able to be lawyers. <laughs> Clearly. We'll be on the stand. Like, he did the... Uh, uh, What's it called? What, um, what's, what's the word for that? Hold you on. Know? You know, it was in the thing. Uh, no. But anyway, so yeah, it's definitely not legal. And also the fact that they have recorded evidence of Alan saying that he never went to Florida and yet on the stand is saying, yeah, I went all the way to Florida and did this and that. Right. So it's kind of like, you know, also lie, definitely perjury. 
Right. Well, well, maybe he Allegedly. was lying before, you know, yeah. about having not having not gone to Florida because maybe he wanted to seem innocent, you know, True. on the recording. Yeah. <clears throat> so maybe he did actually go all the way to Florida, but and he didn't actually try to kill Carol. It came down to yeah. it. He decided that what Joe, like the way Joe kept changing the plans and the location, and was just so like unclear about his instructions he just decided that this wasn't <laughs> worth the aggravation and right. came home at that point without ever actually attempting to kill carol so there was no murder there was no attempted murder so alan glover was able to like get out of like any charges against him by testifying against joe right <clears throat> but, but yeah um, yes i'm still skimming my notes because i know i wrote that word down but i'm not seeing it <laughs> that's okay <laughs> oh well yeah but (sighs) it's just a bit of a mess really i I mean this whole story is just so insane (laughs) well and i'm also very confused about how like like this like joe i mean he looks crazy from like my distance and my perspective but he must be so charismatic and convincing because like this other kid now is sort of like trapped in his you know Love relationship with relationship him. with him well and the fact that he he runs for president oh my god in 2016 as like a third party option and when it becomes clear that that's not going to pan out for him he then runs for governor of the state of oklahoma and he actually gets like 19 percent of the voters <laughs> to vote for him like i mean he didn't win by any means but like he convinced a large enough number of people he wasn't just like one percent or anything but can we say that like in a lot of people, I feel like we're saying a lot of the same things that people were saying about Trump when he was running for president. Oh, yeah. You know, absolutely. they were like, you know, he's not afraid to speak his mind and tell the truth. He wants he's kind of against, you know, this and that for the government. He wants to renew everything and run this the right way. And I'm like, right. oh, no. <laughs> and and it, it's it's his running for office that kind of takes that's like where Joe's real downfall begins, yeah. I think, because he uses campaign funds to yeah. fund like his own park, you know, his own private uses for the campaign money, which is illegal. It's yeah. has also a word maybe embezzling this time <laughs> 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 that for, for this illegal activity. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so the, they find out, like people start to like find out that the federal government is actually investigating him for. I, I'm assuming this is actually embezzling, um, for like stealing campaign funds to use to for his park kind of thing, um, and to also purchase picture like, condoms that have his face on them. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I wonder if it's like on on the shaft or on the tip when you unroll it. But <laughs> I'm thinking that it might just be the condom package. I hope, but I'm hoping that it's not. Just I think it's hard. To, I, I imagine it would be difficult to print on a. I don't know, but I mean, they come in different colors, don't they? Do they? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do. I don't... They come in different flavors. <laughs> There's probably one on eBay now for like ten thousand dollars. You could buy probably <laughs> <laughs> just to see. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so this is, this is like when his, everything starts yeah. to fall apart for him. He owes Carol Baskin a million dollars. The federal government is investing him for embezzling. Um, it seems like maybe Jeff is really going to be taking over the park at this point, And he's kind of coming to that realization. So this is when he allegedly 
just burns all the records, laptops yeah. and everything, and disappears with like a few cats in his truck. Yeah. <laughs> and, or as many as he could pack up. I think he does use some other way of getting some of the cats out there out of the park right. anyways, but not many of them. And, and just kind of leaves. Goes, <laughs> just leaves and like goes on the run for a while. <laughs> Which I mean, props to him for staying on the run so long with like ten large cats. <laughs> right, because well, I have to, that must make it more challenging to be on the run. <laughs> yeah, well, he could very well have sold some of them <clears throat> off as he was, you know, heading. Well, out. I'm yeah. sure that's probably what he does end up doing for money along the way because he's not like he's making money off of them in any other way at that point. Right, and I can't see his new partner looking after the cats. No, and and I think that somehow Jeff had managed to get the park all in his name at this point as well. Yeah. Um. So everything that Joe isn't able to take with him when he goes belongs to Jeff at this point. Right. <laughs> yeah, I forget what what the reasoning was for that switchover, but yeah, Jeff. Oh, probably I think to get had away something th- to do with Carol. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Um. Because yeah. she, Carol's like suing everybody, including Joe's own mother at this point, you know, trying to get this million dollars out of him somehow. Right. So he's just like, Jeff, you take the park, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. And then Jeff, you know, goes into and tries to go into business with this other guy. And yes, basically Tim just... Stark. Tim Stark. And basically, yeah, allegedly, uh, attempts to con <laughs> him out of like you know, con him into doing all of the, like, hard labor and spending, like, tons of money on this thing while he's doing absolutely nothing for it. Right. Um, yeah, because they decide they're going to move the park to, like, south of where it's currently located and set up a better environment for everybody. And I'm like, well, good luck with that. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, I still think it'll just be large cats in cages, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. <clears throat> but... So, yeah, and then it kind of ends where pretty much everybody who knows Joe, like, switches, like, flips on him. Like, they all testify against him. There's nobody who ends up in the courtroom after Joe has been arrested who's there to testify, like, as a character witness. They're all there to tell what, you know, illegal activity they know Joe to have done to save themselves, basically. Yeah. And then... Which shows what kind of person he is when nobody is, you know remains loyal to you at all <laughs> when you have to be your own sort of person on the stand yeah so he takes the stand himself and thinks that it goes well but it only <laughs> takes the jury to three hours of deliberating to come back guilty on all 19 charges so oh must be he wasn't that convincing <laughs> which only lands him 22 years they say at the end right yes 22 years the maximum i think was 79 but he's older at this point like 22 years in prison there's a good chance that he's not going to see the light of day ever again he's going to be nearly 80 when he gets out right so the best part of his law or is of his imprisonment is that after i was done watching the documentary i just googled him and he since the documentary has been released he's filed a 94 million dollar lawsuit um with the ben- like being helped by like PETA yeah. um, and all these other people, um, and he's also <laughs> asking Trump for a presidential pardon. <laughs> so, oh. 
<laughs> um, in the, uh, this is like just a, a clip from the article. It says, in the lawsuit, he's representing himself in which he refers to, the, to himself in the third person. And it's filed with the federal court of Oklahoma. He alleges that Fish and Wildlife Services put tigers on the endangered species list for the sole purpose of allowing animal rights groups to sue small zoos and circuses to make privately owned tigers extinct. <laughs> <laughs> so he's suing them, the Fish and Wildlife Services, which is like the FBI for Fish animals, and basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, $94 million and asking Trump to give him a presidential pardon. <laughs> so he's writing the popularity of this documentary as far as it will take him. <laughs> so I guess that means that he has not continued to work with PETA to like go against the other people. No, I'm guessing, yeah, that... That is true. Because, <laughs> like, he had given up, uh, you know, they had the scenes where his husband yeah. was going through to find the records of everyone who had, he'd sold tigers to and stuff to right. get them in trouble as well. I mean, that would have been a couple of years ago, probably. I think he was sentenced in 2018. So perhaps okay. he did do that as well. Um, and then when the documentary was released, this is just like the next thing that he's doing. <laughs> Could be, yeah. When that one didn't work out, we're doing this, this thing now. You know, he's always got another plan. So <laughs> True. Oh, man. <clears throat> so that is the highlights. The highlights of, of the of Tiger this crazy King. story. <laughs> Um, it's the... definitely there's definitely a lot more details that we're skipping over simply because it would take us three hours of podcasting to discuss them all. So, right, and I just also can't <laughs> hold that amount of information in my head. No, me neither. But I, I do recommend it. I think that yes. I mean it's certainly insane, and but it's a good distraction with everything that else is happening in the world right now. This will certainly give you something else to puzzle over. <laughs> So I think we all need that right now. 100%. And uh, <laughs> if you need a, a nice recap of what all that we, we talked about so far was about, um, I think they summed it up really early on in the first episode when someone said, I think it might have been Joe, who said, animal people are nuts, man. And that's pretty much <laughs> the moral yep. of the story. Yeah, I, there's another good quote um, from the Make America Exotic Again episode that I thought really pertained to everything. It's, it's I don't even remember who said it, because I didn't write down the names of anybody who was saying these quotes. But it just says, I already knew he was batshit crazy from our conversations at Walmart. Oh, that was the poor <laughs> was guy, like, yeah, who witnessed yep. this, the guy shoot himself. I was like, yeah, that um, that sums up everybody. <laughs> I know, and like he was asked to be the campaign manager, but he was at the time a manager at Walmart, so it's like right. <laughs> well, one I'm manager sure no doesn't equal the other campaign. manager. No actual campaign manager was going to represent him. <laughs> Probably true, but I was just kind of like, did you just hear manager and think you can be ah, a campaign manager? That's the same thing. <laughs> oh my gosh! Did you write down any other quotes? No, I don't think so. I have I have a couple. Okay. Um, I have this is probably in the same thing that you were talking about. The big cat people are all backstabbing pieces of shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then this is somebody describing Joe says he was a mythical character living out in the middle of bumfuck Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> um. um. Let's see. I have giving for some other quotes. I have a quote yeah. here that Barbara mentioned. Uh, she said that Doc would have, you know, sex with the the girls so that they could be promoted quicker. And for them, he said it was basically like, you know, allowing them into 
Nirvana or whatever. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, so it was basically Shaktipa. Shaktipa with penis. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This one I wrote down at one point, Joe and some of his workers take a few of the cats to like a school or something to like raise awareness with kids about cats and drugs must be because he says (laughs) drugs make your teeth fall out and you get really ugly and you won't have any friends. (laughs) He just says this to, like, a room full of children. I mean, I think that's going to convince children more than anything, really, you know? I mean, yeah, (laughs) because they're probably looking at somebody whose teeth have fallen out and (laughs) can see the end result. Um, Seriously. And then Joe, I don't remember who said this, but it was in response to, like, criticism for them keeping, like, cats in cages and mm-hmm. he's like yeah you gotta keep a tiger in a zoo in a cage how are you gonna stop him from going down to 7-eleven <laughs> <laughs> oh i guess gosh. you're not <laughs> i guess not kind of like when that uh, that reminds me of the part when the guy the one guy just released all of his wild cats in yes. the middle of town basically <laughs> Yeah, that's terrifying. I mean, personally, if I had the option of running into a wolf or a wild cat in the wild, I would take the wolf any day because cats yeah. are so much more scary. Yeah. <laughs> they will kill you and eat you. Right. Um, but they're majestic as fuck. You know, that too. That I too. love cats. I'm a huge cat person. I don't want to sound Same. like I'm not. I'm just very against caging anything. Yes, 100%. Um, yeah, at the very end of the episode, or at the very end of the whole series, somebody says something that is like really very true. They say everyone involved is a so-called animal advocate. Not a single animal benefited from this war. Not one. Yeah, and that's very true too. That is very true. <laughs> um, this reminds me of something that we didn't talk about, but I just want to really br- briefly bring up before we do. before we end. Um, which is this whole situation with the Walmart meat truck. Oh my God. Yes. (laughs) Not only the fact that they are feeding all of these poor animals like spoiled meats. And I mean, I admit that places like there's a lot of waste and good meat that's thrown out. But if it's sitting around for a long time. Right. It's. I mean. Cats do eat like things they've killed several days before um, in the wild. That's just sat out. True. But what's even more disturbing than that yes. is the fact that all of the workers are picking through the meat truck to, like, take meat home because they're not making yeah. any money to buy food. Yes. And also, like, later on, at one point, they add a pizzeria to the yes. park. And, it, the, like, one guy is like, where is all the meat coming from? It's all these pizzas. And it's, like, from the Walmart trucks. Oh, my <laughs> So God. they're feeding expired meat at these pizzerias to all their customers. I just, like, oh, man. Uh, and also, like, if you watch, what like, what's coming out of the shipments that they're getting all these expired meat products it's like shit that animals should not be eating it's all like processed meat right. like hot dogs and sausages and hamburgers and like bologna and shit. bologna like all this processed meat that's giving us humans colon cancer like why in the feed to get to these wild cats you know? right so. like if we want to say anything about at least what we saw from doc antle's place it looks like they were giving them like nice cuts of meat but yeah and like at carol's place they're actually just feeding them like whole halves of a cow with the bones and the spur and everything on it which is how like a tiger would normally eat an animal that they don't need it to be butchered you know they just they don't even need it to be dead they can kill it themselves (laughs) yeah but Um, yeah that was that was a shock to the system when i saw that yeah 
I mean, yeah, I think the pizzeria part was the worst. Oh, that, that was the worst situation. too. Yeah, the one <laughs> guy's like, just oh, like, yeah. It, well. The customers don't know that this meat is expired. Well, know? that's the thing. Can you imagine <laughs> being someone who went, you know, who's living in Oklahoma, <laughs> Oklahoma who went to this <laughs> place? <gasps> oh and you're God. watching this documentary and you know you ate like a pizza there that had sausage on it. <laughs> oh my God. I could And you're like, oh, that makes sense why I had food poisoning for a week after I went there. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. But I think that now is the end of Tiger King. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Go and watch it yourself because there's so much else that happens that is just crazy. Uh, <laughs> um, if you want to let us know what you thought um, of Tiger King or if you want to drop us just a fun meme, go ahead and tweet us at NNO Podcast. Or you can send us an email at navigatingnetflixoriginals oh, yeah. at gmail.com. Perfect. And um, I thought for a brief second that I'd said the wrong podcast uh, (laughs) Twitter handle. But um, you can also let us know uh, what you would like to uh, like us to watch next time. So if there's something um, during this time that you've really, uh, you know, you binged yourself and you think we might enjoy or you just want to hear what we think about it, we'd be happy to watch that as well. Absolutely. We're taking advantage of our quarantine time to watch some series that we've not had the time to watch in the past so you know silver lining silver lining (laughs) better podcasts exactly (laughs) uh so on that note until next time goodbye